Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hello and welcome to Get Celebritized, where I bring you amazing people, some you'll know, some you may never have heard of, that have achieved great successes in their business and their careers and have risen to a top pinnacle in an arena in their niche. And they come here to tell you what could have stopped them, some fun stories that helped them along the way, people, advice, trenches that we get down in the dirt to find out what really could have made their life different and not been successful so you all can learn and get some tips and golden nuggets and tools on what to do to keep on going with your dreams. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring you an amazing woman here today and her name is Babylon Brooke. We'll talk about how she got that name in just a minute. She's a global motivational speaker. She's an international award-winning host, odds-defying health warrior, and the founder of Stand Out Online Academy, which wait till you find out about that. It is out of this world. So here comes Brooke. Come on up, Brooke. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Araya. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're here. It has been such a treat to actually get to know you, Brooke, because we've met, you know, months and months ago, maybe over a year ago on the wonderful audio app we both love, which is Clubhouse. And we never really connected. We talked in all the rooms. And finally, we had a chance to hop on a call. Like we always are telling everybody, take it off the app, build relationships, collaborate. And the magic just happens. And we just hit it off. I feel like I've known you forever. Oh my gosh, I couldn't have said it better. I feel the exact same way, the exact same way. So thank you to the social media gods and universe. For Absolutely, oh my gosh, I love it. I love all these new audio apps. I know there's lots out there. I do love Clubhouse, I'm on Clubhouse a lot. And now I know there's LinkedIn. So I love the power of the voice. And I love being able to share our stories, whether it's on podcast or audio apps. So we should do an audio, we should do a podcast on the audio apps coming up soon because I think people really know need to know how they can share their voice and share their expertise and share their business in such a non-salesy way because we really do take time to get to know each other Brooke don't we oh my gosh absolutely and I actually when I was really in the <laughs> trenches but in a good way of clubhouse I wound up because people asked I wound up creating a course one course turned into two and on social audio and yes. doing a lot on, on, you know, about the various platforms because there's so much potential on them. It really is a way to do things differently mm -hmm. and get right to the heart of the matter. As you would say, the meat and the potatoes, 
Meme potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> take away all the other stuff, all, all the visuals, all the comparisons, and you mm-hmm. just get to someone's voice. Like back in the day when we would call our friends on the phone. Yeah. Don't do that anymore. But you know, and like you would talk, you would connect on a much deeper level. And to me, that's working smarter, not harder. Right there. It really, it really is. And I love that we can um, experience each other because I'm always telling my clients, let people experience you online. Don't just post a post. We all know videos are king, but the audio app may let you take it that much further because even if you don't want to talk at first, maybe you want to listen in on rooms and, and you're still there live. You're like the old, oh, my age is going to show the old time party lines when you're listening <laughs> on the phone and you're hearing somebody else's conversation and you sit there like, ooh, and getting all the juice. You can do that. Or or you can jump on the stage and talk and you can be in your pajamas at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and be giving advice or taking advice and getting tools or giving tools and growing your business. So I think it's so cool. I love it. I love it. But Brooke, we have to ask the obvious question, which I'm going to ask. Why Babylon Brooke? Why Babylon Brooke? I love that <laughs> question. I absolutely love it. So my entire life, I was a babbling Brooke. I spoke for a living. As you mentioned, I come from the world of entertainment. So international award-winning host, TV and stage actor, Fortune 500 spokesperson. I was doing all of that. I was constantly around people, always out at events. I would average between 12 to 15 events per week doing red carpet coverage and different things like that. So always talking nonstop, whether it was interviewing people or whatever the case may be, or being interviewed myself. And long story short, I wound up getting into a car accident. And that accident turned my life upside down. And I know you're no stranger to adversity, especially when it comes to health challenges. And I think that's a big point of connection for us is, whoa, here's a like-minded soul. Like you get it. I mean, Mm -hmm. you really get it, you know, not just surface level. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But but you understand to your core. And I appreciate that. Not like a car accident or cancer to, to put stop you in your tracks. Exactly, exactly. And so that's what happened to me. I was actually on my way to shoot a commercial when that happened. And it was right outside of Hollywood on 101. For those of you who know LA, I was in a four car pileup. My SUV was completely totaled. And it started a journey that I call from Hollywood to housebound to healing, where there were so many unanswered questions. And there was so much darkness physical, mental, emotional, financial. After six neck surgeries and multiple hospitalizations, I wound up becoming housebound. And that had to happen because what I had endured in the accident was a severe neck injury. And that injury impacted my breathing and my speaking. So it got to the point where I would speak through blinking and I had to have all this assistance for breathing. It was a nightmare. And I had doctors tell me to say my goodbyes. You know, I had all this stuff going on. I also oh had, but, but on the flip side, I also had doctors that, you know, didn't believe me. They thought, they said, oh, nothing's wrong. And, you know, here's the thing. Doctors are great, but they don't know everything. So mm-hmm. if they're you, human. Yeah, they're human. Exactly. If you don't they need them, but they don't have all the answers all the time. That's exactly right. Exactly. And I think it's important to know they're not God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you, anyone who's listening or watching, if you don't take anything away else away from this today, please be your own advocate when it comes to your health and trust your body it it knows what's going on and so that's why to this day i'm a huge very very proud and grateful advocate for those with invisible disabilities and conditions around the world because there are millions and they don't have a voice really so 
Long story short, that all took place and the healing journey has been over a decade. I'm still doing a lot of healing behind the scenes, but obviously not housebound anymore. I spent many years though laying flat on a massage table, just staring at the ceiling, wondering why I was here. My partner would spoon feed me, take me to the bathroom, all that stuff that as a woman in her thirties, you would never oh. want done. That's what was going on. <laughs> and oh my gosh, we're, we're so similar in that. I was 38 when I got my cancer and they took out my oh. vocal cord and told me I'd never speak again. See, doctors are not always all right there. Expecting your miracle is so important. So yeah, oh. keep going. This is so, the synergy is amazing. Yeah, well, you actually just hit the nail on the head when you said keep going. That's what babble on means. Because as I was laying there, I had no hope. I had no one telling me that everything was going to work out. We were scouring the internet trying to find someone else who had been through something like this and couldn't find anyone. I mean, it was really no blueprint. You know, no what one. What was say, it? You said you hurt your neck. Was there like, is there a name for compression fracture or something? So there was all kinds of that going on that created pain. But what I was experiencing was the vagus nerve, if you're familiar with that, was compromised. Now, this is something that you don't hear about much because, well, actually now people are starting to talk about the vagus nerve. But 10 years ago, people, you know, it was like Vegas. You went to Vegas and what did you do? <laughs> well, you were in Vegas. You know what I mean? And I'm like, geez. Different from Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a promiscuous lady. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't go to Vegas and do anything, you know. Where I oh my gosh, it's funny. So vagus, V-A-G-U-S, it is the main nerve in our body. We all have one. And okay. it connects to every major system, cardiovascular, pulmonary, respiratory, everything. So if that nerve has some issues, it can send the body haywire. And that's exactly what was going on with me. That's also why it took them years. It took three years to diagnose it. Every MRI, every CAT scan, just multiple, constant, and they weren't showing exactly what was going on. They were saying, well, this explains the severe pain, but it doesn't explain the difficulty breathing and speaking. So basically my days were like this, Araya. I would start the day and, and one doctor finally just hit the nail on the head and he was able to explain it so clearly. He said, it's like you have a balloon, you know, and think about it from speaking, you know, and a lot of my background was also in singing, like your yeah. diaphragm, right? right? And so... Think of it as you start the day with a balloon and you can get some words out. But then by midday, that balloon has deflated. And that's exactly what was happening with me. I would start the day and I could get some words out. But by midday, forget about it. And that's when I would rely on blinking. So my partner asked me yes or no questions. One blink back meant yes. Two meant no. Three meant I love you. And wound up because I was housebound and I was receiving home health care, the only people I was seeing were my doctor and my partner, my main doctor that agreed to come to the home every day for right. several hours. I mean, it was wild. So without going too far down that rabbit hole, we could talk about that all day. But that's where the name was birthed because mm -hmm. I needed to come up with a mantra to keep going. Right. I needed some sort of visual for myself to go, okay, this is all very doom and gloom right now. And I was suicidally depressed, as you can imagine. Oh, it's yeah. a very dark place. So what was going to give me hope? I thought someday I'm going to speak again. Someday I'm going to be out there with people again. Someday I'll have my life back. And someday I will babble on. And until then, I will babble on in a different way. I will keep going. I will just take things one day at a time, one hour, one minute, one second, whatever it needs to be especially when you're having a lot of complications with your yeah. body breathing for years, you know, every breath, think of how many breaths you take right. just in a day, 
Right. You know? so, Brooke, I'm going to ask you a question. I'll pause you here for a second because people, you sound, you are so strong. You're, you're, you've got this sponsor. You're doing this. Meanwhile, you're, you, you can't talk. You're blinking. Talk to us like somebody else is going through this and they haven't come to the other side yet. What was it that got you to even think about there's hope or even give you the strength? We know show business is not an easy business. There's a lot of rejection, a lot of stuff. Was there people there that was uplifting you or was it your faith? What was it that gave you that first little seed of hope that said, you know, you can do this. It gave you the belief to believe in the hope. Yeah, absolutely. First, I'll tell you what was not there. Okay. A support system outside of my partner and a few doctors, but mainly this this one that really got it, who was trained actually in the Ukraine. And that's why he understood it, because he looked at things a different way. And then he was able to communicate to other doctors and they went, oh, my gosh. OK. And they put all the pieces together. Very it's still to this day, a very rare thing and a rare study that's out there. So what I didn't have were the friends that I thought would always be there. They fell off the face of the earth because I was no longer fun, you know, and they didn't know how to handle this. And unfortunately, the worst part was my family. They are 3000 miles away. And their take on it was, we don't understand what's going on. You're not talking to us on the phone. And because I couldn't, right? I was gonna say, um, you can't see the blank. This is probably before Zoom, right? Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. yeah. Yeah. And so they took it personally, as if I had oh. something against them. It was just, oh. there was a lot behind the scenes going on. And so I didn't have what someone in my position would have really benefited from. What I did have, and you mentioned it, is faith. I have extremely strong faith. And that is what got me through because I kept thinking, first, Soraya, it started with why me, right? And the pity party. And why is this happening? Oh my God, like why, 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 why? So many whys. And then eventually it got to the point of, well, there must be a reason. There has to be a reason because the God I believe in wouldn't just do this to me or anyone. You know, there must be a purpose. There must be something on the other side of this. And if that's the case, if I truly believe that, then that also means that there is another side. And so that's exactly the belief that I adopted. It took time. Don't get me wrong. It a lot of time. <laughs> but I really got there. And then Years into it, I started to study neuroplasticity. I started to study these different things where I could now work with, it's exactly right, work with my brain and I could retrain it. And that's what I was doing. So simultaneously, while my body was physically healing, I started to mentally and emotionally heal from this trauma so that that would support the physical healing. But it all starts and ends with my faith. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that we find this more and more. I mean, this is not any new news that people now start to be advocates for their own self. That yes. we're Googling them. And then Google, I mean, you don't want to have Google as your doctor, but it really helps you dive deeper and find out things that are alternative or help you ask the right questions. Because, you know, back in my day in 99, when six doc doctors told me that my chest pains were nothing, meanwhile, one finally found it was cancer. And I relate to you with the diaphragm because they, disconnected half my diaphragm and took out half of both my lungs and my thymus and line around my heart and then my vocal cord nerves and never speak again but there were six doctors who said you're fine you're 38 you're young you, you pulled a muscle in the in the gym and we didn't have google back then maybe they did but i don't even remember it was a thing i think yahoo was first but it was yahoo, so, yeah yeah it was so pretty as being so savvy on the internet Yep. And so I love that you're doing this. I want people to not only just to listen to their body, because now you're very successful. We're going to talk about that. But I want them to listen to their body, 
take what their doctors say and listen, but ask the right questions. Ask one. If you're still in pain and you're you're not getting the right answers, you keep asking until you find out the answer. I never let a doctor for myself or my family get away with, not that they're trying to, but with what well, we think it's probably. And you'd be surprised how many times I hear that for different things going on with my family. Well, it's probably just, no, we need to find what it is so we can deal with it. Yeah. You know, so I love that you're saying how much an advocate you were for yourself and for your pain. So that's step one, I guess, to have great faith in whatever it is that who is listening or watching that you have, because that really helped me and it helped you. We've got that in common. Yeah. Then you had this wonderful tenacity of I'm going to make it through this because there's got to be a reason why. What gave you that, um, that you thought that there's got to be a reason when a lot of other people think, well, you know, it's just me. I don't deserve anything better. You know, there is no God or there's no hope or it's just, I better just take these cards and deal with them versus other people like yourself that say, no, there's gotta be a bigger reason. And I'm going to find out what it is. What gave you that tenacity? You know what it was? It really was a choice. I recognized that the path I was going down, if I was going to stay here on this planet, I was heading down the path of just being a vegetable. I mean, that's pretty much where I was at. And that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. I didn't want to be here if that was going to be my life. I didn't want to be here for myself. I also didn't want to be a burden to others. You know, my partner, the doctor, I, all the all the different ways that you can be a burden, but right. it's physical, financial, or, you know, you add up all the things. So that was not an option for me. It simply wasn't an option. So I really came to the conclusion of if I was going to stay here, then it had to be different. There had to be a better way. In other words, you know, it sounds mm -hmm. like an infomercial, right? But that's really how I felt. Yeah. And so if there had to be a better way, then there must be a light at the end of the tunnel. Even if I couldn't see it, which I didn't for years, years. So again, I really want to get the impact with anyone who's listening. Years of my life, was just in this dark hole. I'm not saying that so that you feel sorry for me. I'm saying that no. so that if you're in that position or if you know anyone who's what? in that position or exactly, or if God forbid a few years from now you find yourself in that position, mm -hmm. you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It is there. It's there for all of us at every point in our life. But sometimes we're not going to see it. Quite often we're not going to see it. Right. That's where faith comes in and knowing that it's going to get better. There's a reason why you're going through a current challenge or obstacle. For right. sure. Like you said, well, I'll just say, no matter what your belief is, you know, for me, I exactly. call it God. You can say universe, you can say whatever you, that, you know, name is of, of your higher power. Faith is something else besides us, right? It's gotta be more than just yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I love that you, um, and like my women, I find are so strong. I mean, I know guys, oh. you're strong too, but we are so the steel magnolias, one of my favorite movies, because we can't <laughs> handle it all more than we think we can. And you just have that kind of like my similar um, feeling is there is no plan B. If I'm going to be alive, I'm going to find the answer. So we don't rely on other people. If everybody else around us, doctors or whatever, saying all the wrong things that you're just saying, this isn't adding up. I'm still in pain. And for you, flat on your back, you're like, you're saying, I'm going to at least spend until my dying breath looking for a better way and then if god takes me home then so be it but i'm gonna you know do everything i can until that last breath to find out the answer myself so you're your own biggest advocate and i want people to hear that because that's what it takes 
I, I think every story I've ever heard, everybody that's ever had a bad time, yes, some have great support systems, but ultimately it's us, the one that's going through it, that has to get up, whether it's go through physical therapy or find answers and really make those steps to move forward. And you did just that. Yeah. And the other thing I, I would add to that, I love what you just said, and you said it so nicely and concisely. I would also say that you know, quite often I know I get asked a lot of who did I look up to during that time, right? Who was the person that maybe ran the race ahead of me who I could look towards and go, oh, well, you know, he did it or she did it. So therefore I can do it. I didn't have that person. So I became that person. Oh, and again, good. I know that sounds so good. cheesy. No, I mean, that's like, good. But, well, but, but it's so, it's like literally, as the kids say, it's literally so true. I had to become that person. I became that person out of necessity. And I'm so glad I did, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. There's no way. I, I, that's like the tagline, the quote for the day. You didn't have that person, she became that person. Didn't have that mentor, that inspiration, she became that mentor and inspiration, which you have. So we're gonna fast forward because you've been through that. That is more than enough to stop mostly anybody to just say, you know, well, this is going to be my life and not fight as hard. You did fight. You did get well. Look at you. You're up and running and gorgeous and speaking. And tell us now what you're doing, because now the success part's coming. Now you didn't go back to show business. You became your own CEO and boss. So tell us a little bit about that and some of the steps it took to become successful as you are. Well, it's so funny. So it's been very organic. And I know that's another thing we hear a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's certain words thrown a lot, but thrown around, but but that's the word that comes to me when I think of how this all came together. When it came time for me to start working again, it was, am I gonna go back to entertainment? And the first question in response to that was, how how could I possibly number one, physically, I couldn't. <laughs> I still couldn't ride in a car. I'm oh, still, still to this day. To this day, I still am not driving. I'm not oh, at really? that Yeah, I'm still not there. But I can ride in a car. I couldn't ride in a car though until just a couple of years ago. Wow, I didn't know couldn't that. Even ride. Yeah, couldn't even be driven anywhere. So that's why so many of the doctors were coming to me. And I take that back. Is that because of your, your spine? Yes, because what was happening is that my spine would be shifting, the vertebrae would be shifting in the car ride, right? Because you bounce, oh, whether yeah. you're going over bumps or not, you're bouncing. That right. would agitate the vagus nerve. So I would show up to the doctor's office and I would be having complications breathing. They'd have to take me over to the hospital. So oh it was gosh. just, it was moot, you know? Wow. So that's why so much took place in the home. Okay. And finally got to the point I was strong enough to be in the car. Now I'm riding in the car all the time, which is just, oh my gosh, I still can't believe it. I mean, it's just the most amazing thing. Can you walk? And are you walking? Yeah. Okay, good. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, like I can't, I can't do a, a workout, you know, like I'll get there. Yeah, working out's overrated anyway. <laughs> tell that, tell that to these. Tell no. to you. Holy crap. Who knew? I didn't, I had no idea. No one told me that I was going to come out of this, you know, the housebound decade and have chicken wings and no. like, geez. And they're like, oh, that comes with age. I said, wait a second. Comes with age. They, yeah. You know, that happens in your forties. I said, that's not fair. I never lost in the 30s. Can, can I get the 30 body back at least? Right. You know I was going to say it's called sleeves, long sleeves. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but geez. Araya in California, Southern California. I know. I'm challenging, you know. It's so, true. oh, holy moly. But, um, yeah, so when it was posed to me of, are you going to go back to entertainment? Number one, I 
physically couldn't. Right. You have to go be somewhere. People don't come to your home. You go. No. Let's bring the movie to your house. Yes, okay. exactly. Let's bring the whole sure. set, the whole crew. Everyone comes here. <laughs> so that wasn't an option. And also, I didn't feel like it resonated with me any longer. I thought to myself, I've gone through this incredible journey and I feel the reason for it is to share it with others to help them see what's possible for them. And that's what I was doing, by the way, in the years where I was laying flat on the table, when I finally got online and I came on as Babylon Brooke in 2015, I was doing a lot of live streaming. If you remember Periscope. Yes. yes. We rigged basically this iPad to like levitate above my face so that I could blink to people around the world. They would tune in to see my doctor's visits. They would tune in to see everything. Then finally, when I started speaking again, I was engaging with them and it was amazing. I mean, tens of thousands of people at a time were tuning into this. So as a result, they were then reaching out to me, DMing and all that stuff and saying, thank you so much for sharing. You've given me hope. Thank you so much for sharing. I didn't want to be around much longer. I mean, a lot of people who had these really dark thoughts, I didn't want you know to keep going, but I tuned in and I saw you laying on a table and I saw what you're going through. And if you can do that, I can do anything. And so the power of social media. I love that. Right? Yeah. Right? So it really is. Yeah. And it's worth it. It's, you know, when, yeah. you, when, when all of us get frustrated on social media, it's important, I think, to think about that and go, okay. I love the good part about it. Yeah. There's so many people yeah. I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know you. I mean, we yes. know the store, you know, and I love TEDx and watching inspiration and just everything that we do. And I love now that you have standout online Academy. Yes. So I'm sure it came from this. So keep going. It did. It did. I went down the path of motivational speaking. And then what happened was people started approaching me and saying, I want to speak like you. How do you do that? And I was going, well, to me, it was like easy because I came from entertainment, just like you and speaking Mm -hmm. came naturally. I mean, I was trained in that. I understood all of that, but they didn't. So I started coaching people, mostly women entrepreneurs who wanted to just up their speaking game. Not even necessarily that they wanted to be a speaker, but they wanted to enhance their skills so that they could apply it to their business and interviews and opportunities like that. So that started to happen. And then little did they know I would creep in this mindset training and that just, oh, it took them to the moon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay. Because I thought, wow, well, it's worked for me. I mean, my, this, the difference between the success I have now versus pre-accident is night and day. And I know it's from the combination of high level communication skills and high level mindset skills being married, not one right. or the other, but, you know, incorporating this way of getting out of our own way in our heads with our thoughts and things like that. We just would constantly create these obstacles that are unnecessary. So I was doing this for a long time, coaching these women one-on-one. And now I have a full-blown program, like you mentioned, called Standout Online Academy because people have asked for it. And it does exactly what I just shared. That's right. You can go to babylonbrook.com and you can find it there. You can also find there a free roadmap. It's called Standout Online Roadmap. That'll give you five top tips to standing out online. So even if you're not ready to take the step of joining the Academy, you can get a freebie there. So I encourage you to do that at babylonbrook.com. Yeah. And so the Academy is something that really helps entrepreneurs take things to the next level and allows them to more easily attract their ideal clients and customers without having to live online. It's always being told that, right? It's like, oh, you have to be omnipresent. You have to be everywhere all the time. And you have to, and it's like, well, geez, I mean, I understand we're already in the 21st century, but we haven't learned how to clone ourselves yet. 
right? So until we can do that, <laughs> how do you choose where to be and when and all of that? And how do you even know how to communicate properly? And all these questions get answered. We do so much of a deep dive into really who you are, what your strengths are, and how you can bring those to the table to attract those clients and customers. So you don't have to go out there and find them. They come to you. And I love that. And we've, we've met each other and look what's happened. I think we have so much synergy between so many other women as well, because I went through, you know, my cancer and all of that. And then I do the same thing in a different way of helping yes. women have their voice and speak from it. Now you and I are coming together and we're going to collaborate. And yes. that's the way I think it is the, the, of our future now, because now we're finding that us women, and again, I don't know what's happening in the men's world because I'm in the women's world. We yes. are not saying, oh my gosh, you do what I do and you do. It's like, we do similar things, but in a different way, because nobody does things the same. We've got different experiences, different tools, different techniques to help the same outcome to the same demographic. We're like, hey, we work together. We're going to help people that much more. And that's a message I want to get across to anyone listening. Who do you know that you're thinking, oh, that's a competitor. And instead of thinking that way, think of how can you partner up together? Because then you get twice as much success because nobody ever does anything exactly the same. It's not the exact same programs. It's different in many ways. And you and I, we have such great similar personalities. They're just going to get the double dose, like the Doubleman twins here. But they're going to—it's going to be so fun. But I hope everybody will go on to your Babylon Brook, find out because you're starting it now. And I know people watch this. Let's do it like years down the road. But we're in 2022, and you're about to launch it. So go ahead and tell us the date when you're going to launch it, so currently they can jump on. Yeah, and absolutely. Going on later on. So I'll give you some behind the scenes information after we haven't had a team meeting this morning. We are set to launch October 4th, but it may be pushed back to the following week. And that's just a scheduling thing. But no matter what, it's coming out in early October. Applications are due probably as soon as you're hearing this because they're due next week. So definitely get your application in, even if you're on the fence, because what will happen is once you submit your application, and by the way, let us know that Araya referred you and you can put that on the application because we want to be able to thank her and give her an enormous hug for sending you over to us. And so once you do that, we will then reach out and schedule a call with you to answer any questions that you have and make sure that it's the best fit for you. We definitely have your best intentions at heart. You really do. And that's BabylonBrook.com. And Brooke, I really think people need to think about also and really resonate with what's happened to both of us and your story that through the trauma, we find such great new purpose, such a new legacy. And I'm going to put up just real quick. I know people are listening on podcasting, but my TEDx, if you look for me under TEDx under on YouTube where I'm a Gary, you'll see the story and how it resonated became a legacy. And I talk about another woman that has resilience because we are all in this together and you are amazing. I mean, I just can't imagine you, you so had it. You could have so given up. I mean, I didn't have it like you did. I mean, just on your back, just blinking. I mean, on my worst day, I didn't have it as bad as you did. And here you are. And I'm so glad God brought us into our past together through social media. Again, social media can be used for such good. So I hope this opens up everyone's eyes and ears to using the social media for good. Meet people and don't just listen to them, be fans. Comment, collaborate, engage. If anybody resonates with you, you might think they're all such big influencers, but they're real people. And who knows what collaboration you'll have together. So, oh, you're so you're so right. And just to touch on that also, what you had said before, I can't wait for us to join forces. And it's coming, everyone. It's coming in 2023. Because I'll tell you, like Araya said, 
you can hear things from different people and some people might get through to you in other ways that, or in ways that others can't really, mm -hmm. or don't, or, or whatever it might be. When people collaborate, that is how you go further faster as an entrepreneur. Sure. Like Araya was saying, yeah, look at people as potential collaboration partners, not competition. There's mm -hmm. how many billion, oh, what are we at? Almost 8 billion people on the planet. Oh I'm sure <laughs> that serve 8 billion people, you know, until you figure out how to clone yourself. <laughs> and we only need what, to service 100 or 10 or 20, whatever your, your business is. We don't need the whole world. A world is not our... Customer. Well, fun. I would rather do something with Araya than just always do something on my own. So if you're an entrepreneur yeah. listening, really yeah. consider that and definitely keep your eyes and ears open for what we have coming your way because the strengths that she has, I don't have. You know, like I, I can coach you in certain areas when it comes to speaking, but I don't I don't even want to do the kind of coaching that she excels at. Do you know I'm what I right mean? Right so, oh yeah. Right. right. And I do more of like, yeah, communication, but a lot of that mindset piece. So when you put us both together, that is like you're getting the entire pie. You're not just oh, a little slice, you know? Who yeah. wants that? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I mean, the, the clients, they'll be unstoppable for sure. Yeah. And you and I know the power and the reason behind education, coaching, mentorship. You know, you don't become a nurse and not go to school and then keep up yeah. your education. Every year, you've got to up that 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 degree and that stay relevant in everything that's coming out. My son-in-law is a chiropractor every year in the fall. Wow. He's got to go back to continued education. Yeah, chiropractors, they're wonderful. Yes. And yes. Most underrated. They are underrated. Oh my God, they're amazing. But they don't just become it and then just that's it. It's every year you have to continue education. So why would entrepreneurship be any different? That we think we know it all and never have to be educated, never have a mentor to take it to the next level. So let me ask you this, some fun questions. What was the best piece of advice you ever got and who was it from? Ooh, that's such a good question. Ooh. And it could be something that you didn't really know, but you read it or you saw it or... Yes. Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Hang on. Yeah, let me, I know. Jeffrey, let me take a sip of coffee and think. I'm going on, I think this whole week I've had maybe two hours sleep max each night. So, Oh, that's the best things happen. <laughs> it's launch week. It's launch week. Okay. Best advice I've ever been given. I'll tell you, there's a quote that comes to mind. It's a Michael Jordan quote. And oh, okay. it's, if you can't find, or if you don't see a way, find a way over around or through it over under around or through it and and so basically yeah exactly and that, that could and, be your quote <laughs> you know but but it's so true you know and and you look at someone just to touch on him for a moment i mean he i forget what the statistic is but like he didn't make his high school basketball team right you know and, and disney had no imagination you know, right. I mean, you just, you think of, there's so many successful people out there. There's so many successful businesses and they were told no, not just once they were told no repeatedly. And when I yeah. tell you that I had doctors telling me that nothing was wrong, I'm talking about upwards of over a hundred specialists throughout wow. Southern California were telling me that, you know, it must be in my head because it wasn't showing up on tests. It finally did show up on tests. But it was always there underneath the surface. They had to have certain equipment to really see what was going on. And that's, and that's true, like I said before, in the invisible condition community and in the um, neurological community, mm -hmm. like things don't show up as quickly. So just think about that with yourself, I would say to anyone listening or watching, whether we're talking about your health or we're talking about your business, your career, your entrepreneurial pursuits, 
you can have people tell you no. You can have people tell you that there is no hope. You can have people tell you that, you know, your idea is crazy, that why would you start a business doing ABC when you really should be doing XYZ? Right. You know, my opinion is follow your gut, follow your heart, listen to yourself. Like we said before, listen to your body, but also listen to your intuition. And if there are people shutting you down, maybe they're not the best people to have in your world, you know, in your circle. Mm -hmm. You need more balcony people, which I always talk about having those balcony people that raise you up and say, yes, you can do it. And we're not seeing the answers but and get rid of the, the basement people. I mean, yeah. even if they're in your family, you don't have to ditch them forever, but you just don't spend as much time with the ones that saying, you know, you got to listen to the doctors, you got to listen to whatever, or there is no hope. Let's just make the best of it. There's never any reason that's going to be worse by you believing in the best. And yes, so, I love that. Yes. Fine as well. I do. You know, it's just believe in the hope. I always say believe in the miracle. What do you have to lose? And I really hope everybody's resonating with this because everybody's going through something. I mean, if they weren't before, after the pandemic, there is just so many. I think the whole world has a scar from that. Some are coming out of them. Some, they think there's no hope. I've lost friends and family and just so many scars, lost jobs, lost everything. But we want to just give you hope no matter what it is. Partner with people. Get your balcony. Get your balcony team together. Michael Jordan's on a team, and he always talked about the team. And he was only as good as helping his team be great. So all the, all together, they worked well and and won all those championships. Not him alone, running up and down the court. And that's the way entrepreneurship is. And that's why I've you know joined forces with other mompreneurs so we can do this together and go faster. One of my favorite quotes came from Mary Kay Ash, and she said, mm-hmm. "I want everybody to, as we kind of wind down and coming to a close, is." One of the lessons learned here is if you have an idea, Brooke, and I have an idea, and I give you mine and you give me yours, now we each have two. Imagine if we did that day in, day out with people that we meet, we each share in one idea, the plethora of tools and techniques and ideas we would have. And then the right people come in your life that say, oh, I like your idea. I have another idea on top of that. We should do this together. Then you really have the magic. So I love that. I have to just add something to that before we're done, because this is what came to mind. And I, I never fully thought of it this way so this just goes to show you guys it's right here live in the making as we're as we're speaking we're we're showing we're demonstrating how you know collaboration works and how beneficial it is so as i mentioned i had all these specialists that were telling me nothing was wrong why is that it's because they were all looking at one part of the body so i had all these cardiologists saying certain things and i had pulmonologists saying certain things and again the problem wasn't in the heart the problem wasn't in the lungs it was in the nerve that connects to the heart and lungs right and so they were just seeing it from their point of view, from their perspective. It wasn't until I had doctors that were zooming out and looking at the entire body from top to bottom that were saying, this is what's going on. That is the same thing really that we're saying with collaborating. If Araya helps in this area and I help in this area, now we're able to see more of your business and help more of your career and you as a person because we're coming at it from different perspectives. We're looking at it as a whole, as opposed to just our one specialty. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. It reminds me of the quote, you can't read the label from inside the jar. Oh! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
my gosh, you have been such a great ray of hope, inspiration. I just so applaud you. I'm so glad I got to know you. And let me ask you as we close that if you give uh, the viewers and listeners one piece of advice to take on with them right now, what would that be? My tagline, my life's motto is something that I hope you all adopt and you think about. So if you're listening right now, if you're watching, take out a post-it or open up notes on your phone and jot this down. Remember always, when you wake up breathing, it's a good day. When you wake up breathing, you've already won the day. You've won life. You've won the game. Anything else that takes place during that day is icing on the cake. That is perfect. What a great way to bring this all together. Land our plane. If you are breathing today, there is hope. Just don't ever give up. Be your best advocate. Brooke, you're such a great example of that. I hope everybody what's happened to you. I'm going to put your, your website up here one more time. It's very simple. It's babylonbrook.com. Get to know her. Reach out to her. Follow her. Standout Academy Online is here. By the time you're listening to this, she will be taking applications. Go on her website. You all know where to find me. You can find me on the TEDx or find me on social media under Ray McGarry Productions. And we are here to serve you. Big things are happening for us to help you. Brooke, I'm going to give you the last word. What would you like to say? <laughs> I'd actually like to let everyone know that babble on is two separate words because so often I get asked why I'm Babylon, like the town. Well, Babylon, you know, yeah, I didn't think why that. Why did I name yourself after that? So if you're listening to the podcast and you don't see the visual, it's Babble on Brooke, three separate words. Let's definitely connect. I would love to connect with you on social media as well, on any platforms at Babble on Brooke. And Araya, thank you so much for having me. I think I hear the word array and it's you. You are a ray of light. Oh, thank you. you. A ray of sunshine. Like it, it's literally in your name. So thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. So fun. Best is yet to come. And for everybody listening, watching, your best is yet to come as well. And by being here on the show, we hope we help you earn more so you can live more, so you can give back more. Until next time, we'll see you later. This is Araya signing off. Bye. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagari.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.